right, welcome into another edition of Catching Up with Tommy Mack here on 1010XL's podcast platform at 1010XL.com. Of course, on the 1010XL app as well. Get all your Jaguar uh, shows, all your content, all your Gator content right here. We do it from the 1010XL studios. The show Brought to you by something I've come up recently. Tommy Mac's Top Small Business is right here in Northeast Florida. Chris Lucero's Bail Bonds, the number one name in the bail game. J-Dog Junk Removal, veteran-owned and operated. Azar Sausage Company, of course, they're locally homegrown and down home. And in your local grocer, Riverbend Ranch, get the meat right to your door. And guess who's back? The Carpet Man's back. That's right, LVP, the Carpet Man. Uh, great to have them all on board, no doubt about it. Catching up with Tommy Mack. Let's say good morning or afternoon to my esteemed producer, Grammage. What's up, Graham? How you doing, brother? Good, sir. How are What's you? Happening? It's Friday. It is Friday. I'm looking forward to the weekend. It's pretty hard to be upset on a Friday. Oh, know? no doubt. No doubt. My Fridays are pretty cool. My Fridays are pretty cool. I do, you know, I do the media stuff, and then yep. my afternoons... I don't like to be bothered after around like three o'clock. You know no. what I mean? <laughs> like, I think that's. I'm I think, thinking about happy hour. I'm thinking about doing something, maybe working out, going for a run or something. I but, think that's uh, you and every working American. Yeah, I, I agree. like it's like Friday afternoon, man. Like, come on, yeah, come on now. I, seriously, we it should be. You know what? Work your ass off Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and the rest of the week. You should, you know, be all right. That's the way I look at it. Try to, anyway. No doubt about it. A lot to get into uh, today. Of course, Dwayne Smoot, he signs with the Jags a one-year deal. They brought Smoot back. I'm very happy about that. Uh, We're going to talk real quick. um, Kevin Maxson, who's the assistant strength and conditioning coach with the Jags, came out. um, I don't know. Do they even call it come out of the closet? Look, he announced that he is uh, a homosexual. He feels great that he got to... Uh, get that off, you know, his chest, his plate, and I'm happy for him. And you know what? He said, if that helps other people, you know, be able to live the life the way they want to live, hey, man, I'm all for it big time. I'll talk about that briefly because I'm going to tell you, you know, my experiences of of having a uh, a gay teammate. I mean, we've had him. There's no doubt about it. So it's not like I don't think anybody should be shocked, you know. I'm glad he came out. It's good. I'm glad. I'm glad what Shai Khan said, too. Hey, he's one of ours. We don't, whatever. He's one of ours. He's a Jaguar through and through, and I I firmly believe that as well. I'm going to take a real quick look at the Washington, whatever they're called now, um, They the, the sales official, and then all of a sudden Dan Snyder's being fined by the NFL. A lot of money. This is weird. I'm telling you, it's like, it's it's just, it's bizarre. It's almost mafia-esque, it feels like. You know what I mean? It almost feels... Just just interesting. We're going to talk about that, and then we'll wrap it up with uh, Jag position battles going into camp. I went through the list. I got There's some good – there's going to be some good battles. There's going to be some really good battles on this team. Who's going to start? Who's going to make the team and that type of thing? We'll look at guys making an impact and just what's in front of them. As a guy, you know, that, hey, I went into training camp pretty much every year. I had to make the team. And then had to win the starting position my last year. Uh, you know, so it's I, – I look, I always um, – this time of year, you may, me see, you may see me do two workouts in a day just because I get this weird thing going like it's camp, you know. I, every every I swear, every 
training camp, right when it rolls around, my wife's like, oh, you're lifting a little bit more these days. You know, I just like, and it's true. I don't know what it is. I just get get into it, get fired up about it. But uh, it's going to be a great camp. I'm looking forward to getting out there. I think I got credentials all lined up, so I'll be out there. Wednesday they kick it off. Um, look, guys, you know, leading up to camp, you better get your rest. You know, make sure that you're uh, you're well rested as you uh, you come into camp. Although, look, and I don't mean to sound like this curmudgeon dude, but one practice a day, give me a break. It ain't that hard. I'm just telling you right now. The the pressure's on, no doubt about that. You know, you got to win a job or you got to make the team. I told you. I think I might have told this to you on Tuesday. A good friend of mine is a coach. He's like Tommy. You know, we're other than maybe five, six, seven guys. Our team's set. I'm like, man, that's that's just unbelievable. Like, that's got to be really hard for those five, six, seven positions to be filled by how many? Let's see. There's 50, what, now 58, 53, 58 on a team, active roster, right? You bring in 90. Out of those remaining, the 30 or so, vying for six, seven spots. It's no joke, man. It's high-pressurized system, no doubt about it. But uh, that's what, hey, that's what you're there for. That's why you go to camp, to fight for that job. I, I know exactly what that's like. And I tell you. You know what really sucks is when you don't really know where you stand. Like, you'll be in the middle of camp, and you're like, you know, you'll be talking to your parents at home, your brother, like, how's it going? Did you win the job? I, I don't know. Are you going to make the team? You know, I don't I don't know. I It's it's, it's up and down. You know, one, one day I'll have a great day, and the next day I might screw something up, and I'll feel like, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to make this team. Or, you know, I get injured, and I can't I can't practice for a day or two, and then I'm, I'm behind, and, and it's just a – a high, you know, till you make it. And then even still, he, <laughs> you make it. If you're one of those last six, seven guys, you got to still prove it every single day to remain on the team. So, But it's a great time of year. There's no doubt about it. It's a great time of the year in the summertime. Why? Because summertime's full of fun, parties, and good times. Look, have a good time. Don't get in trouble. If you get in trouble and thrown into the clink, call my friend Chris Lucero, bail bonds down in St. Augustine and out in Clay County. The number one name in the bail game uh, rebranded to Chris Lucero was a a available uh, bail bonds down there, right there on, uh, on US1 in St. Augustine. He'll get you out he helped a friend of mine out, and uh, I tell you what, in a time of darkness, time of crap, he was a shining light that, that helped us out. Don't get in trouble, but if you do, call my friend, Chris Lucero, 904-822-BAIL, 822-2345. All right, Dwayne Smoot signs. We're, I know we're happy. We've been talking about him for I think, a little while now. Tommy, I think that you and I need to take a victory lap here, and yeah. we need to congratulate ourselves yeah. for speaking into existence. Yeah. Dewan Smoot re-signing with the Jaguars. Yeah, no doubt about it. You were the first person I thought of when I saw the news. Yep. Because I thought, Tommy and Graham have spoken this into existence. That's right. For manifestation, right? We manifested it. He was forgotten about. Yep. Left for dead. Yep. Jaguars fans said he's done. He's finished. Damaged goods. Yeah. No. Tommy and Graham said no. 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 No, not at all. I mean, obviously, you got to be healthy. They don't sign him if they don't feel he's healthy. They don't give him three point two five million in guaranteed money if they don't feel like his Achilles is 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 repaired and he's good to go. Like he's ready to hit the ground running when he when he when he gets you know when training camp gets going. So that's number one. I mean, look, number two, good for Dwayne because guess what? He was about to take a trip to Baltimore. That's a good defense. They're, and they want to add him. Now the Jags are like, whoa, 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 we don't want him going there. We want him here. I think the biggest thing though is look. What do you get out of Dwayne Smoot from a production standpoint? Solid, 
uh, get you five, six, seven sacks, uh, good against the run, great teammate. You know, it's funny, and I don't mean to toot my own horn, but I had an NFL executive tell me once, I'll never forget this, he wasn't with the Jags, and he came up to me, I was at an event, and he said, this was way back, I think I might have even been done playing, and he goes, you know what, every team needs Atomic Manus. I said, well, thank you for saying it. He's like, no, just the guy that comes to work, Lunch pail, doesn't bitch, doesn't moan, gets the most out of his ability, tries his ass off, is productive, can play the game. Everybody wants somebody on that on their team that has that. That's what Dwayne Smoot is. I'm not comparing myself to Dwayne. But that's what Dwayne is. Solid, going to be there, consistent. And I think even more importantly than on the field, his the boys, the fellas, they're like, yeah, he's back. He's one of ours. We welcome him back with open arms. He's part of the, the 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 attack mode. He's part of the machine, part of the animal that we all are out there on the field. I think it's a great thing. Now, granted, it's he's it, got to hold up health wise, and you know, got to play play the game like he's been playing. And I think it's a great move. I still though think Graham, they should bring in another pass. You got room. You still got plenty of room. So I think. 3.25 guaranteed. Maybe the cap hits like five, four, somewhere around there. You have 22. You got to leave a little bit there, you know, for, you know, if somebody gets hurt. You got to bring somebody in that type of thing. Can't be down to the bare minimum with cap space left, but you got room to go after uh, Houston, Justin Houston, maybe even in Agakwe on a one year deal, eight mil, whatever it may be. You got some space to do that. I think if they do that, and I was saying this on Jaguars today. I think they're going to wait and see first. Let's see what we have. We got Smoot now. Good. Smoot's not, look, he's not your game-changing pass rusher, but he's an all-down, every-down, solid contributor to this team, and you need him on your team. You do. But you also need a pass rusher. You may have it. Trayvon Walker and Josh Allen may, be, may, may have huge years. They may. Trayvon Walker may take that step, right, that second year. He's got all the tools physically, can he get it done? We're going to find out. Maybe it's him. Maybe it's Abdullah coming off the bench. I still think you add somebody, and I'll tell you why. Because the offense is going to be great. Health, you know, obviously you got to stay healthy. They're going to be great. I'm telling you, they will be a top 10 offense in whatever category you want to talk about. I I, I don't want to say guarantees, but I'm very confident in saying that. They're going to be up there in scoring. They're going to be up there in yards. They're going to be up there in big plays. Their quarterback's going to have a great year. The talent's all around them. Ingram's going to have – it's uh, ETN's going to do better. You know, he's going to have even even better stats. But that defense, you got to get the ball back to the offense, whether that's making big plays, picking it off, forcing fumbles, or getting off on third down. Not good enough last year. So, look, and here's another thing, too. Mike Caldwell in his second year. Now he's more comfortable. The players are more comfortable. Now let's attack. I want to see more safety blitzes. I want to see a Luakin on a blitz. I want to see Lloyd on a blitz. I think that's going to be very interesting this this season. But back to Dwayne Smoot, I think it's it's a really good move. Before the injury, obviously the injury is a part of this. Yep. The last time he played, because he got hurt in the Jets game. So before he got hurt. Yep. He was better than Josh Allen and Trevor Walker. He was playing at a high level at that time he got hurt. There's no doubt about it. Yep. I mean I don't I look at him as a hybrid though. He's not like just my stand up outside back. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I'm just saying that to say he was really, really productive. He was. For for what he was and what he was expected yep. to be and what yep. you wanted out of a player in his position, 
it was it, it's hard to get much better than he was. Yeah. And again, I I know the injury. I know I understand the injury, but I I never I always thought it was weird when the season ended that the fan base was like up in arms about Arden Key, but right. not Dwayne. No one was saying anything about yep. Smoot. No yep. no nobody. I I heard very rarely. Oh, I really hope. So. Other again, other than our show. Yeah. I very rarely heard. Oh my god, I really want Smoot back. Oh my god, well, I really Well, they probably the, the injury had to factor in. Of I course. Would imagine. But Dewan Smoot was better than Arden Key. Yep. Overall player. Like overall. And and pass rush. He had more sacks. Yeah. Didn't he? I think, I think he did. Uh, yeah. Arden Key had four sacks on the season. Four and a half, I think Arden had. I thought he had three and a half maybe before he got hurt. Uh Smoot did. But maybe maybe five and a half. I think well, maybe he's had five and a half. Because he's normally around yeah. six. I think it's a great signing. And, again, I want to see more because the defense has got to be that much better. Uh, no question about it. Uh, we'll get into Jag position battles in just a second. Uh, news as you woke up or late last night and this morning, Kevin Maxson, I believe is his name. Kevin is a assistant strength coach, conditioning coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars, came out uh, as gay, um, just felt like it was time for him to do it. And, uh, hey, hats off to him for doing it. Uh, everyone should feel comfortable in their own skin, and uh, as long as you're cool and you're you're not hurting yourself or anybody else, hey man, live and let live. However you want to live, that's your life, um, and and good for him, good for him. You know, I think. Look, I mean, it's going to be big news. Um, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. There 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 are homosexuals in every locker room. I would imagine, maybe not every single one. Um, we, I know we had him. One uh, Ezra Tuwalu. I didn't even know he was gay until after. He left our team. He was done playing and then said, you know, then he came out. So he didn't come out while he was playing. But we go out. I mean, he'd be out with all of us. And let me tell you, the ladies were all over him. I mean, all over. He's a good-looking guy. He was a nice guy. He played defensive line for us. Very talented guy. Um, he put out an album, like this crooner-type album. Like, he could really sing. I, I listened to it. I was like, man, that's pretty cool stuff. And then he came out, you know, and it's like, wow, I, I didn't really know, but I didn't. It, it doesn't, you don't sit there and be like, oh, wow. You don't even, it, it doesn't matter. You know, this is a great, at least in my opinion, the best part of being in a locker room, like I'm just going to go in NFL locker room, but it's it's more than just the NFL. There are only two things that matter in a, in a locker room. Can you play at a high level to help our team win? And what kind of person are you? Now, if you're kind of not that great of a person, but you're an unbelievable player, you're going to last in the locker room for a long time because you're a badass player. And at the end of the day, we'll we'll put up with a little garbage baggage, divaness, or whatever it is, high maintenance. If you can really because ball. Because you, you can ball and you're helping us win. You know, if you're not that guy and you're a jerk, then no, you're, you're, you're going to be shown the door. So that's a beautiful thing. And I know he's Kevin's not a player, but he's part of the organization, just like Shad Consent. He's one of us. Like, he's a Jaguar through and through. So good for him, and uh, we wish him the best. Hey, everybody out there listening, you should all feel comfortable in your own skin, man. Get one life. You got to be happy. Be happy. That's all I'm going to say, but uh, that was uh, big news. Uh, before I get into the position battle, so Snyder gets left off the this, – this bothers me about – we've been talking about Daniel Snyder on this show for a while. Just – he ran some kind of – wickedness going on up there. It, I, I don't know. I don't even think they'll ever peel back the entire onion. But the timing of the sale, which was done yesterday, $6.05 billion uh, for the sale of the Washington team. Uh, then all of a sudden he's fined $60 million. Snyder is, the former owner, by the NFL for 
basically running a rough shot type organization. You know, and by the way, keeping revenues from the league. He kept like over eleven million. Oh yeah, he wasn't he wasn't telling them all the revenues. Oh my, I didn't know that. I oh didn't yeah, hear that this, part. Wow. yeah. And then there's all this sexual harassment and all this stuff that's going on. And I don't know. I feel like, you know, and I don't read all the reports in depthly, but I feel like it's he's getting off the hook. You know what I mean? I just feel like he's he's gonna take okay, sixty million is a lot of money. I get that, but when you you sell it, you know, what does he clear? Let's just say he clears four billion dollars. Do the math. Sixty million compared to four billion. I don't. You know. I don't know. Did you really teach him a lesson? He. You know. He might. I don't want to say this about anybody, but you could probably make a case for him that he could spend some time in in prison. Oh, hundred percent. You know what I mean? I mean, and that's not going to happen. It doesn't appear to be. So I don't know. But whatever. Good riddance. Glad they got rid of him. Is he? And, uh, where does he rank in worst owners in the history of sports? He's up there. He's up there. Uh, Donald Sterling that was from the Clippers. Clip, Clippers, the Clippers. Yeah, he was yeah, up there. He was, he was bad. Donald Sterling was really bad. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's guys. That yeah, I, I know don't Richardson know from the Panthers. He something happened with yes, him too. Uh, I don't know Jerry what he, Richardson. Yeah, I don't know what he was doing, but it was it was sexual it harassment good, type stuff. Yeah. that he got in trouble for. Yeah. Um, well, I will tell you what, I know hearing the stories about Washington with the cheerleaders and making them go on these trips with sponsors. My wife was a chubby. I'd be beating ass. I'll tell you that right now. I'd well, do that's my job over that one. That's what's so weird about Snyder is uh, with Richardson with the Panthers. It kind of like it kind of came out, and then he had to sell like really yeah. quickly. Yeah, he did sell with quickly. Sterling. The the racist remarks that he had made those became public. They came out, and he had to sell like yeah. pretty immediately. This Washington thing has been going on for, for a while, years. I know, like it the. This is one of the weirdest situations I've ever seen. Well, they between... swept it under the rug. That's what they do. Yeah. I mean, that's what they do, no doubt about it. But we'll keep our eye on that. Hey, keep your eye out for Azar Sausage. They are in your local grocer, Winn-Dixie, Publix, and, and other local grocers. I tell you what, their hot sausage is unbelievable. I mean, it, it's some of the best sausage I've ever had. It's locally grown, locally processed, homegrown, down home. Ask for Azar Sausage. When you go to the grocery store, I tell you right now, you go to the, the Jumbo Shrimp Game, you go to many restaurants that serve sausage, they're serving the local company, Azar Sausage Company. Great to have them. Part of Tommy Mac's top small businesses here on the First Coast. All right, let's get into some Jag position battles, brother. All right? Yes, I'm going to start with running back because, okay, ETN's our starter. But how do we fit? Is it Tank, then, then uh, uh, Jermichael Hasty? Is Hasty going to have a re- I, look? I think Hasty's a weapon. I'm not saying an every down weapon, and may, and I'm not saying you're going to take away from Agnew and he, you know what I mean. Like people are like, well, the ball can only go so many times around. I get that, but two or three times, I think the guy can make some plays in the passing game. Um, so that's going to be an interesting way that plays out. And can Tank Bigsby take away plays from Travis Etienne? What about uh, Dearness Johnson? Throw in as well. Johnson from the Browns, right? I think he's more of a special teamer. Like now you're talking like, okay, now how am I going to get him the ball? Right. If I got ETN, Bigsby, Hasty, and Johnson, maybe once. Maybe I like all of them. Whoever's hot. Yeah. That's honestly. the beauty of it, right? Mm-hmm. Whoever's running hot, you put in there. Well, I do think, first of all, I think that after drafting Bigsby, with that draft pick, they established themselves as one of the deepest <clears throat> running back rooms in the league. Yep. 
I mean, you're four deep of guys that I feel really confident being I agree. on the field. I agree. Um, Snoop Connor hasn't shown me much of anything, and they wouldn't have drafted Tank if they no, felt good about Snoop no, Connor. No, no, by the no. way, I think Snoop's gonna. I don't think he'll make time the team. on this one. It's gonna be tough. Um, be tough. I hope look. I hope he can play somewhere. If it's not here, I don't want to diminish anyone's dream because I live the. It's a dream, man. It's nothing worse going home to your boys and them all knowing you got cut. It's a tough pill to swallow. But anyway, yeah. go on. Um, I do think Etn has. He's had as good as he's been. He's had some injury problems. Yep. Um, obviously, the list Frank in year yep. one missed the whole year, and then even last year, there were a couple of games that he would not finish because right. of what. Uh, no, I, you're right. Remember the Ravens game? Yes. Like a, a couple carries in, you never saw him again. No, I know. Big, well, Bigsby became he was hot in that game. Didn't when that Bigsby's big game when he ripped off the haste. Hasty's big game when he yes. ripped off the sixty yarder. He had that the was impressive. well, the sixty yard run was the Colts, I think. That was the, that's right, but the pass he had the catch. Yeah, yeah. that he, was great. he put a double move. He did. He did. And got him good. Beautiful score. Yeah. And also, we we talked about this last episode. In that same game, one of Trevor's final touchdown passes. No, never mind. Different game, but Cowboys yep. game. Yep. One of Trevor's key touchdown passes in that comeback. Hasty had a huge key block. Yep. And yeah, he'll come up and stick you. He's the coaching staff has talked about how good of a pass how good of a pass protector he is. Yep. And we talked about this on that show, and, and you you know this very well. If you are not necessarily the most explosive runner on the team, yep. but you're trying to get on the field, learn how to pass protect. No doubt. The, they'll no play doubt. you. Right. If and if, if you're the other guy that you need to learn, right. too, is because you'll be off the field. If there's a – if there's a whenever there's a guy – because I feel like a lot of teams have a guy that fans don't think is as good of a back. Yep. So whenever they go in the game, every fan goes, oh, why is he in the game? Yep. I guarantee you the coaches will tell you it's because he can pass protect really Yeah, well. right. Absolutely. Guarantee it. No doubt about yeah, I think, it. All right. I, I think, sorry, uh, right. ETN, Bigsby, Hasty, Hasty Dearness Johnson. Well, they drafted you know Tank for a reason, so he's going to have to show that he's worthy of that pick. Uh, looking forward to getting out there in training camp next week. Wide receiver position. Look, the guy I'm really looking at because – most of the positions are set. Is Parker Washington the six round pick? I want to see what he can do in pads. Of course, you have Tim um, Tim Jones. Tim Jones. He look. He looked really good last year. You know, a good thing for the a lot of these guys. The practice squad is so big now, like twelve guys, I think. So you may you even though you don't make the active roster, you can make a nice nice little NFL living. Uh, you know, on the practice squad. But I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do. Um, you know. Uh, there are other guys. Austin's there as well. You know, he's been a guy they've been trying to see if he's going to jump up. But Parker Washington stands out to me. Can he be that final guy? Then what do they keep? Five or six tops? I already know the four. They'll probably keep because they have Agnew. They'll probably keep six. Yeah, I would assume Agnew's special man. I love he's Agnew. so good. And, and Agnew, by the way, is not number six. Right. No, not at all. But because no. Agnew right. is there, I think they'll keep someone else beyond yeah. past him. Yeah. And you'd put Agnew at four. Yep. I would I would think, right? Ridley, Kirk, Zay, Agnew, and then five, six. I mean, I think Parker Washington will probably be yeah. one of those spots because yep. he's a draft pick. Yep. Um Well, he's got to prove he's a six rounder, so that's true. No, you, yeah, guarantee it's not there. a given. No, um, not, nothing at all. But you would say he's probably the odds-on favorite to be that I next so. guy going into I camp. Think so. Yeah. So we'll look. We'll look forward to that. A bit of a last chance for Kevin Austin too. Yeah, I think so. 
you got to make your move, man. you got to make your move. I think left guard's going to be interesting. Is Ben Barch healthy to go right away? They say he is. We'll see if he's out there. You know, look, Shatley, everyone kind of counts that guy out, you know, but like smooth, like, ah, yeah, you know, but no, he, he plays some damn good football. Tough individual, scrappy, strong, can get after it. Um, you know, who's going to win that battle? And then, you know, what happens when Cam comes back? What if Barch or Shatley are playing at a high level? Are you really going to displace that and just put Little in there just because? I don't think so. And what if Little's playing at a really high level? What if Little's playing? What do you do with Cam? I mean, it's a high, you know, high-priced backup to sit on the bench if you bring Cam back and he's not, he's not, you know, taking care of. Left tackle is my next position. I, regardless of Cam's, you know, his suspension, there's still a battle for that left tackle. And I don't know. I'm always, and it's not, it's not fair because you're not supposed to lose your job to an injury. But that to me means like you get injured, you miss a week. You're when you come back, you're the starter. When you miss a lot of time, and I get a chance, my other guy's out there and he's doing it. It's hard to upset that, especially on the old line. Like that camaraderie, that timing, all that. That's really important. Again. Now you got to go down to the owner and be like, well, you know, <laughs> I know we paid him big money, but maybe we can trade him. Maybe we can find a – maybe someone gets hurt and we can tra- – I don't know. It all depends on how Walker Little plays at left tackle. Really? Sorry about the spit. Um, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? It does. If he, What if he ends up being everything they thought they were going to be when they drafted him out of Stanford? He's got the tools. He Physically, he's got everything. He should be a dominant left tackle. The freaking uh, polar bear for crying out loud. But that's going to be another uh, interesting one. Tight end set. You don't have to worry about quarterback, of course, is set. Um, But it'll be interesting to see that left guard position. And by the way, before Barch got hurt, he was playing at a high level too. And he really came into his own. Uh, last year as a as a starting left guard. So I, that should be interesting. Something real quick that dates a little bit back to last offseason and us talking on this show about um, you know the, li- the linemen and who's going to play where and when you draft a guy where do you, and all that. And, you know, do you move this guy here or whatever? Yep. I'm at the point now where I feel good enough about Phil Rauscher that yeah. as long yeah. as I know that I have more than five good bodies yep. at offensive line, I feel confident that that guy is going to give me a good offensive line. I, agree. I don't care about the rest. Hey, let's look. look going, I will say it again. Going into last season, what was the question mark? The tackles, Cam and Juwan, and they had career years. And they had career years. The O line was one of the top, at least stat wise, one of the top five offensive linemen line line lines in the game. That guy last too. Year, the whole year. I want really my good. I want my offensive line coach to look like a true football guy. Mm-hmm. Phil Rauscher yeah. is, is when you Google football guy, it's just a bunch of pictures of Phil Rauscher. Yeah, that's football guy as it gets. Just big old dude <laughs> yells all the time. No, yeah, sweaty. Yeah, yeah you got to you know, yell if you're no line coach. It's just a hundred percent. You you should you should hopefully not know how to talk normally. Yeah, you should only you should yeah. have some like chalk coming down your side of your correct you know chin from correct. chewing. Yeah, absolutely. All right, before we look into the defense, not as many there, but we will talk about it. Want to remind you, J Dog Junk Removal and Hauling. I'm talking anything you need, whether it's furniture, appliances, you're you're moving, you're moving offices, residential, uh, whatever, commercial. They'll handle it for you. It's veteran owned and operated. They're looking for veterans to join their team. Make sure you send a veteran. 
to jdogjunkremoval.com. They try to rehab everything they pick up. Last resort is taking it to the dump. They try to rehab. They keep doing it. And when they rehab it, they give it back to veteran families. They're absolutely incredible. I'm very proud to be a part of J-Dog Junk Removal. All right, defensive side of the ball. I'm going to I'm gonna throw one at you. Well, I'm going to let you, you go first. Um, biggest, maybe not biggest, but one of the most interesting uh, position battles going into camp on the defensive side of the ball. I think one's obvious, which I'll just let you go, but One's not so obvious, but I think it's really important. Uh, Devin Lloyd and Chad Muma. That's a good one. That's a real good one. So that one wasn't the obvious one. So good job on that, because I think that's it. We'll get into that. I think that's going to be a big battle. They both want to start. They both want to start. They're both good players. I think Lloyd gives a little bit more just because he's a little bit more athletic, but Chad Muma can play too. I mean, he's a pretty good uh, backer. Once he settled down early in the year, you're like, eh, I don't know. But he settled down. And he got better and better and better. He should have. He should be primed and ready to go. I mean, look, I think uh, Nickel is going to be interesting. Yeah. Now Herndon's yeah. the champ, and you, if you want to be the champ, you got to beat the champ. There ain't no, you know, getting it just because you're getting it. You're gonna have to beat Trey Herndon out, and he's another one with Smoot, Shatley, Trey Herndon. Everybody counts that guy out. You know, he doesn't have this. He can't do this, blah, blah, blah. But guess what? He's always their starting nickel. They show up every year. They're dependable. Yep. You know, and it's a tough position, as we know. It's really tough when you don't have consistent pass rush either, like pressure. Yeah, oh, yeah. So that's, you know, that's obviously uh, one. But I think those two uh, positions, uh, those two specific ones are are interesting. Look, Antonio Johnson, I think I want to see this kid in pads. I want to see his range. I want to see his physicality. I don't know that much about him. All I know is when I saw Texas A&M play, number 27, made plays. Made plays. Doesn't mean it's always going to transfer to the NFL level, but I want to see what that young man that young man can do. Safety and corner are so different <clears throat> in that regard. Yeah. I know Nichols a little different, but like an outside corner that you never hear of is a good thing. Right. Because he's just locking out a receiver. That's right. Right. But if you're a safe, if you're a free or a strong safety, because because he played strong, I think he played strong safety in college, right? Yeah, and nickel, he played a little nickel in college too. If you're playing safety, I need you all over the field. Yep. If I'm watching the Chargers play, oh. Derwin James is going to oh. make a plays. Kidding? You know what I mean? Yeah, I know the, what you mean. The probably the <laughs> he's bigger than me, and right. he can play safety. Uh, is arguably the best safety ever, Ed Reed. Yeah. He made every week. He's doing oh, some, he's doing stuff. Unbelievable. He's all over the field, yeah. right? So. It, I, I agree with you that, like you just you want the you want the safeties to make plays, and then I guess at nickel it's kind of a mix of both because yeah. nickel you're going to be closer to the action a lot of times. You can make some hits, and that's why I think I think you're getting at wanting to see him in pads. Well, you you could almost call it big nickel with him in there. Yeah, I agree. You know to maybe help with the run a little bit. If Herndon's a bit of a big nickel too. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. No, I mean they call it, you know, they have little nickel, big nickel, meaning yeah, yeah, like yeah. you have the a more run defense type nickel versus a more look, I don't care if my nickel corner gets any picks at all. I don't care. I just want incompletions. Yeah, I agree. I don't I just don't want you to get beat. You don't have to pick nothing. Don't have to pick all year. I care less. I mean you like him because it, you know, adds value to, you know, your contract. But you can't be getting cooked. No, you it can't, it be... can't be it can't be third and six. Yep. 
and you get and beat. a slot receiver just shook me out of my shoes right. to get twelve. Or he catches it at five and you don't tackle him right away yeah. because he gets the first down. Yep. Like I don't care, get a completion, it's fine. But as long as you stop him, get off the field. Got to make those tackles. No doubt about that. Great to have the Carpet Man here on the podcast, LVP. True story, Graham. I'm at the gym yesterday. Gentleman that I see at the gym, and I know him from being around the beach, comes up. He's like, hey, Tommy Mack. He's like, I saw your your Carpet Man commercial, LVP. It made me want to go there. I, I'm True story. I went there. I, they were the nicest people. They helped me out. I bought a house full of LVP. I said, good for you, man. He's like, you helped me get there. I said, you know what? That's what it's all about. That made me feel Really good. Check them out in Orange Park and on St. John's Bluff Road. All right, we're a week away from camp, but basically next Wednesday um, brings back memories, you know, like it's <laughs> especially when you're trying to make the team, you know, that first year, holy cow, it was, didn't know where you stood. Like I think Coughlin even would like tell his coaches, don't tell them where they stand yet. Make them all guess, like make them all. Wonder, you know, am I in good standing on the team? Am I doing good? Do they like me? Am I moving up the depth chart? You know, it's a lot of sleepless nights, you know, thinking about it. And you got to get your rest. That's a big deal. If you let that mind wander and you're not fresh in the morning. Now, granted, again, you got one practice, so you should be pretty fresh. And they don't meet at night. <laughs> they got it made. They got it made. My buddy uh, who's coach, he's like, it's the best time of the year. Uh, or the best, it's it's the best era of playing in the NFL. You get paid the most, and you got to do the least. <laughs> all the, all the, other than perform at a high uh, endorsement deals level. are higher than they've ever been. Yeah, oh, it's unbelievable. Well, uh, but but I do think you're onto something that for for a player like yourself, I think I might, I think you could argue it's the worst time ever to play. Yeah, at least for camp. Yeah, because again, Tough your your chances too, are just so damn limited. limited. I mean, yep. If you're like a fourth round pick, yep. fourth, fifth, and on, yep. in the past, traditionally, it's always been if there's an undrafted guy that's yep. outplaying you yep. and coming for your spot, yeah. Yeah. and he gets enough time to yeah. consistently prove he's better than you, you're going to take his spot if you're the undrafted guy. James Robinson. Yes. With Lenny Fournette. We were shocked. We are like, what? You're getting rid of Fournette? You're putting in this rookie, and he ended up being great. Obviously, the injury hurt, but nonetheless, he for his time here, he was a great pick for us. Hundred percent. You know, it's uh, here's another. Here's the other side of it. So, if you're third, fourth, and fifth string, team seven on seven, uh, blitz whatever, blitz pickup, team eleven on eleven, you're one of those guys in that third, fourth, or fifth team that's getting like three reps in that drill. You drop one pass. Yeah. One. Not it doesn't get you knocked off the team, but that puts a dent in your. It, you can't, you can't miss the opportunity. You want to, you want to open up some eyes. You catch that deep ball for six. You beat that corner, beating them and dropping it. Yeah, well, great. He's fast. You know what I mean? Go make a big play. You know, maybe if it's a blitz period and you're bl- you're blitzing, you get home. You know, you get picked up and blocked. Oh, maybe this kid really doesn't know what he's, you know, how to get around it. Think about how to make it effective. Think about preseason games. How oh. many times have we seen a guy that's, you know, showing decent promise in camp, whatever, and he's like a punt returner or something? Yep. Muffs a punt. Oh. Two days later, he's not on the team. Yep. You know, like, how often do you see that? You see that type of stuff. Didn't that a lot. Chad Owens, didn't that happen? Remember that Chad Owens kid from Hawaii, I thought, under Del Rio? 
that Remember sounds he, yes. He trying to, he, we thought he had such promise. That sounds right, familiar. You're right. I mean, that's the that's the high pressure that you're in when you're trying to, and even when you're fighting for the starting job, you have a bad day. Guess what happens? The other guy gets ahead of you. He does. He just, and maybe not way ahead of you, but like, well, he had a better day. I mean, this is how we, this is how we're evaluating when when it's at the end of the day. I'm looking at two guys who had the better days in practice, who had the better performances in games. That's what I got to go by. Now, if they're close, and I like one guy better than the other because he's not a diva, he's coachable, he works his ass off, he's not a pain in the ass, you know, that, yeah, that would uh, differentiate something. But that's what it comes down to. So I feel for these guys, man. I feel for all of them. Not, now, I don't feel for the guys that know they're going to start because they're, they're set. They can have the worst camp ever, and they're still going to start. For them, it yeah. is the best time ever to play in the Oh, NFL. no doubt. Without it's, a doubt. Yeah. There's never been a better time to be a star in the NFL. Right. Absolutely. Because you're making generational, life-changing money. With Even non-stars are. Right. That, even non-stars. That, hasn't, that right. hasn't always been true. No, definitely not. Definitely. It, like, stars have always been handsomely paid. Yep. At least the last 50 years. Yep. But it hasn't always been, I'm set for life money. No. It hasn't always been, I'm set for generations I mean, money. I mean, I'm in this podcast studio. What are you talking about? It's not, <laughs> it's not set for life money back then. <laughs> I'm not complaining. No doubt about it. All right, as I wrap up this show, uh, I do want to remind you about Riverbend Ranch. All right, first of all, I want to thank Ryan, Sean, Michael, Rachel, and Dan for coming aboard the team. That is great. We'll see you out at the cookout. I uh, also want to thank Matt Henderson from the local band Danka. Uh, making uh, our awesome t-shirts. You'll all get a shirt if you text the uh, pound 55 meat to 904-234-4893. You're going to get a great shirt. You're going to get a great deal on the best steak you've ever had delivered right to your door. And uh, we're going to have a cookout. And I'm going to cook it. And we're going to drink beers, wine, whatever, whiskey. I don't care. And we'll talk ball. And we'll have a good time. Maybe my bandmates will come by. We'll sing a few tunes. And, uh, hey, at the end of the day, it's lean and mean beef. No hormones and no antibiotics. Make sure you text pound 55 meat to 904-234-4893. All right, so that'll do it. Uh, Hey, tomorrow night, if you're not doing anything, come on out to Iggy's Bar and Grill. The dad bod's taking the stage. 7 o'clock, I believe. If not, it'll be 8. You can pregame with me from 7 to 8. All right, I'll be there at that time. And uh, looking forward to that. It's going to be an awesome show. And we haven't played in about six weeks, so we're ready to rock and roll, man, and uh, get after it. So come on out. High energy. I'll be sweating my ass off, not just because it's hot out, because I move around and give it my all, Grammage. Well, it's also because you're you're prepping for training camp. I am prepping. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Here's the deal with with living in Florida right now. You sweat. Just get over it. Yeah, I know. And everyone knows you. It doesn't matter. Like You come in with a sweaty shirt. You know, they'll be like, hey, do you need a glass of water? You need to cool down. You know what I mean? Not like, you know, normally like, oh, man, I'm so embarrassed. Now it's right. like, come on, you can't, you're going to sweat. Right. It, you if know? you're outside for five seconds right now, you sweat. No doubt about it's it. It's insane. Yep. Absolutely. All right, brother. Have a great weekend. Everybody, thanks for tuning in. Always appreciate you, man. And we are so close to the 2023 NFL football season, college football, high school ball, grammar ball. Ball is the word, not grease. Ball get into it it's gonna be a great year until next time stay safe and be cool out there we'll see you right here on catching up with tommy mac peace I never knew that a kid-
Nico, who the devil since Tokyo? Say they know me though.